for Radio 191 FM podcast. Right now, I'm joined by Tess Lieto. Atamariye, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. Great, great. Uh, it's great to have you on. Your self-titled album is out today. There are journeys of all types, Tess, in life. There's physical, there's mental. Uh, they can start with one foot, um, you know, one footstep, uh, one thought or idea. Um, your life has been full of journeys and they have led you to this nation and this record. Um, so let's start with the physical. How did you end up in Aotearoa? Um, and what was your journey to get here? Um, yeah, it's been a it's been a winding journey, but I, I got here a, a bit just over three years ago, and um, I was living in Paris before I was here in France, and um, there was just uh, something calling me over to New Zealand for a long time, and um, just yeah, my life over there was kind of I, it was time to to move on to something else, and something else was calling me, and over here and. I just left, but I didn't know, obviously, I didn't know I would be gone for that long. Um, I thought it would just be like, you know, a few months or something, but three years <laughs> have just gone by. And um, yeah, it's been a wonderful journey. Is the three years, is it deliberate and also uh, pandemic induced? Yeah, it's a mix of both. I, I obviously, it's, it's um, yeah, I, wa- I, I, I wanted to, to stay here, but um, the pandemic definitely put a twist to all that also. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a crazy time. Even if you wanted to leave, you couldn't leave. That's yeah. That's the one. That's the key part. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, what about the music? Where did music start for you? Um, yeah, it started a long time ago. But uh, there's been again so many different phases. But uh, I think I grew up in quite a musical family, so that was definitely um, an, an influence. And um, yeah, and then just you know, high school bands, and um, and then I kind of found my scene like open mic kind of nights and stuff in in Paris, and um, and that really just uh, became the performing aspect for me, and um, and then songwriting was kind of happening around that time also, and um, and then you just meet you know you just meet musicians everywhere you go, and you perform everywhere you go, and you get inspiration from other people and. That's, yeah, it seems to be a lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, totally. Did the performance side of things kind of unlock the writing? Um, yeah, I think I've, I I actually saw myself first as a performer mostly uh, for a while. And I think I gained my confidence doing that. And then, um, yeah, and then, I mean, I obviously wanted to, like I was right, I did write songs when I was a bit younger, but then I had a bit of a sort of break of not of focusing more on, I guess the thrill of performing and um but then you know you come back to the wanting to express yourself in a bit more personal ways yeah definitely um all yeah. the songs off this record were written in Aotearoa New Zealand um did being here kind of open something up for you creatively as well um yeah definitely I think actually that was part of also like needing a change of scenery and lots of things like that it, it was I think you need to, yeah, you need to shift to sort of um, open up other pathways, and um, yeah, I, I've, I, I managed to sort of find a portal to, to lots of creativity um, here, and also like obviously, you know, being here and also during a pandemic, I think the pandemic in itself and all the sort of um, lockdown and those times um, were definitely prone to songwriting. Yeah. 
and, you, and you've lived in some of the most beautiful parts of Aotearoa, Wanaka, Golden Bay, um, yeah. sp- spaces and views and, you know, environments that um, are calm sometimes, although Wanaka is not as, ca- Wanaka is not as calm as it used to be. Yeah. <laughs> it's certainly changed. But I can imagine, you know, um, those places being quite influential and inspirational for you. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I was, I've been really lucky to be able to spend time in those places and just soak up the, yeah, na- it's yeah, it's mostly been landscapes and nature, and I think those have been really inspiring um, aspects in, in my inspiration um, and songwriting. Um, and just, I guess, the people also who sort of end up in those places um, are quite special too. So it's, it's um, yeah. Um, for a lot of people like myself that don't play the guitar, um, we kind of have this idea of a guitar being something that you tune, uh, and there's a couple of different tunings for a guitar, and that's about it. But there's a plethora of, of ways you can play a guitar, and you play a lot uh, around with tuning and open tuning um, and exploring the sound a guitar can make. Is, is that important as well, or the tone that you can create? Does that inspire your writing also? Yeah, that's, um, again, that's kind of part of the whole, I feel, I feel like that's also pretty new, at least mostly since I've been in New Zealand, that I've been experimenting more with that. And and I think that's part of, um, it's kind of the same metaphor of like, it opens different pathways, kind of like if you change something, your your brain kind of readapts and like finds different ways of creating something. And I, I, I think, not that I was, not that I'm bored with the, you know, standard tuning or anything, but um. I think change, switching more often to different tunings has definitely um, somehow like boosted some creativity and um, yeah, it, it, it's fun. It's fun to switch around and try different things. Yeah, and finding new things, right? Yeah, yeah, and I yeah, and I love the sound. I love the sound of open tuning, and it's really full and sounds beautiful on an acoustic guitar. Um, the band uh, Traveling Hearts. Um, tell us about them, and, and what did they help you do with? I guess from you being a performer with just a guitar to, you know, this expansive sound of drums and bass and things like that. Yeah. It. Um, well, it all kind of happened. Like I had been writing a lot, and, and then it was lockdown, like the original one in 2020, and. Um, pretty much as soon as that ended like I, I had a few friends who were just you know who just loved to jam together and stuff and I kind of made them um, <laughs> made them listen to my songs and um, and then pretty much we were just sort of jamming along with these songs I had just written and then it sort of became a bit more and more of a sound and and then yeah as you sort of build a sound you get a bit more ambitious as to what you can do with it and um, and I was getting quite excited to hear it just flowed quite naturally and um so it was mostly yeah it was it was just three friends of mine um julian uh, jacob and sam who lived in uh, wanaka and um they were keen to to come on the adventure with me of uh, trying to you know form these songs and then i booked some studio time and then put it down nice and were you kind of leading them into what you wanted the sound to be or were they bringing their parts to you um yeah, it's, it's always a bit of a... There's always, obviously, some teamwork. Because um, um, I don't always know exactly like, what, what guitar parts should sound uh, right for my songs. But um, 
um, yeah, it always seemed to form quite naturally that we like. Yeah, I would. I know sometimes I know what I want and I direct things and um, and I know what I don't want also. Yeah. But um, but it's trial and error, and then we we also spent we would also just like play for hours. So like pretty much, we just had stuff pouring out of that. Big jam sessions. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Always fun. Um, and of course, you went off to um, the Waitaki Valley to record with Steve up at Sublime. Um, yeah. You know, we're big fans of Steve's, and of course, big fans of Mads. Um, yeah. Yeah. Have Mads on the show all the time. Uh, she's great. Um, so, what that? What about that space? Because it's, um, I mean, it's such a beautiful setting uh, for a studio, and um, he's so Steve's so knowledgeable. So, what did that bring to to the sound of the record? Um, yeah, stepping into that space was really felt like a bit of a game changer for me, and um, I didn't really know. I had visited them before before I went there, but like we didn't know each other that well. But then it seemed like as soon as I stepped in there, it seemed like, you know, we were meant to be a team and I felt like they were attentive to to my sound and to my needs and um, really helped direct me a lot and um, very supportive and we've become good friends and I can't stay away, actually. I, I go visit pretty often. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it's a great, really great space to be. It's yeah. Really good. Yeah, there's a lot of... Um... I don't know. I, I've had a lot of friends that have recorded there through the years. And as I said before, I know Mads quite well. And it always yeah. seems the stories are kind of the same, but in, in a good way, a good same. Like it's just, mm. you know, they, they really look after you. Um, the equipment's great and um, they can help help bring things out if it needs to be done. And if it's not, they can just be gentle and sit back. Yeah, there's so many approaches. And I've, and I've been there also with other bands and... Um, and there's been so many different ways of doing it. And, uh, yeah, it's just great to see how knowledgeable they are. And like, um, they can also do recordings on tape. And it's just like, yeah, it's so rare actually to have a combination that works so perfectly in place. Yeah, totally. But um, I definitely, yeah, I feel really at ease and I trust them. And that's, um, I don't know, that's a great thing to feel, I think, <laughs> musical well, collaboration. Oh, totally. And it's really important. This is your debut album and it's yeah. got, you know, it's got your name on it. You know, yeah, <laughs> it does. So, yeah, this is you know, you know I, I don't know if you have any children, but this is like your child. Oh, def- yeah, no, I do, I don't, and this is this is my child. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So you need those those gentle, trusting hands. Yeah. Um, you've just done a huge tour uh, around the South Island, like a massive tour. I haven't seen a tour like that for a long time. Um, are you, but now the album's out, you've just finished a tour, the album's out. So, so what do you do now? Was that a, like a kind of a pre-release tour or are you going to tour with the band and the record? Yeah. Um, so that tour was, was, we were, that was with Adam Hathaway and, um, we had both been wanting to do like a solo kind of tour, but also, we've been playing together for a while and we actually had lived together and so um and he's been wanting to do a bit more stripped down from his band and stuff and um and yeah the occasion seemed right to do like a little duo tour and like go to as many places as possible um and also like there were all the restrictions of you know like uh level red and stuff like that so it wasn't possible before um so yeah, the timing just sort of happened within all of those restrictions. Um, 
but after that yeah i i we just came back from the tour pretty much just like three weeks ago and so i haven't um i have a i have an idea of doing a release tour in the next while with with a full band i'd love to do that and um i just don't have like um dates yet set yeah. but um i will be on that plans for you know stateside and uh, france and paris and new york and maybe back to liverpool as well yeah, well, I'd, that again, like I'd love to do sort of extended, um, obviously revisiting the places and revisiting family and friends and stuff, but also tying in probably, you know, an extended um, album promo release kind of touring anywhere I can, I guess. But that, yeah, I'm kind of, it kind of depends on a few other factors like visas and, yeah. But, um, but that's I would love to do that actually like probably spring like springtime over there next year um, we'll definitely go back to the states and I have a lot of family there too so it's so it's good it's like you sit up for a world tour it's great <laughs> yeah I just have to hit up the places I the people I know and <laughs> yeah yeah we're gonna do the pay for hotels uh, yeah. you know it's perfect <laughs> it's perfect um, brilliant well the record's fantastic so congratulations first and foremost well, thank you yeah, um, it's it's really beautiful. It's um, it's a real nice combination of of Americana and folk, and um, I love your finger plucking and and the way you play. It's it's a really nice thing. So um, thank you for your time this morning. Yeah, thank you so much for your time. <laughs> yeah, you're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. Um, so the album's out now. Where can we find it? Um, so it's on Spotify under Tess Leoto, and it's uh, Bandcamp where you can actually buy. Always Bandcamp. Yeah. And um, yeah, every, everywhere else, I think, you know, iTunes. Yeah, Bandcamp first. But yeah, if you want the physical copies, then it's the Bandcamp and also just email me, I guess. Yeah, even if you just want if the. New <laughs> even if you just want the digi copy, buy the digi copy as well for Bandcamp. Yeah, don't just stream. Yeah, yeah, don't just stream. Um, you know, these things are um, uh, amazing. Uh, records are incredibly amazing, and you, the artist, just doesn't get enough for them anymore. So, always Bandcamp, first and foremost. Um, Tess, thanks again for your time, an absolute pleasure. Um, and hopefully, we'll see you and the band down here in Dunedin sometime in the near, the near future. Yeah, definitely looking forward to that. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.